0: Aloha Kako, welcome to a new episode of What School You Went? Where we start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani. Today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, a story I've never heard before. Um, but I know if you live in Manoa, you believe because there's plenty going on in Manoa. This is though about uh, a convicted murderer who still haunts the Manoa tennis courts. Mm-hmm. Whew. We welcome back Lopaka Kapanui. Lopaka grew up around old Hawaiian legends and ghost stories uh, from his family, and of course, the great Mr. Grant. Today, he is one of Hawaii's best ghost storytellers, a master ghost storyteller who leads walking ghost tours with mysteries of Hawaii on Oahu and also online and uh, at, a, at a YouTube channel next soon to you, or whatever you call that stuff. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't even understand uh, YouTube. Uh, but I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning. And I'm sure you have to learn, learn in a hurry, too. Yeah. We have to learn from our kids. Right. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Lopaka. Welcome back to PBS Hawaii. Um, a proud graduate of Waipahu. Marauders. Wai ben Villaflor. Who else? Jesus Salud. Jesus yeah. Salud. Jesus Salud. Good man. Yeah. Good man. All right. Let's take us back to Manoa. Um, this is back long time ago. We're long talking time. in the 19 in early 1900s. Early 1900s. Yeah. What, what happened? So... Can I read this real quick? Yes, please.
1: So it says, according to the newspaper article in the Hawaiian Gazette on February 7th, 1911, an employee of the Tennis Association had to climb through the window into the bungalow to perform his morning duties. When he opened the curtains, light filtered into the room and, on the wall, he found a horrible sight, a handwritten suicide note in Japanese. The author of the note said he would kill himself at the Baldwin house and... If he was not successful in haunting that place, he would return to the same bungalow and haunt that place. The author of the suicide note was a man named Fukumoto. It turns out that in a fit of infatuated rage, he killed the Baldwin's laundry girl, Masayoshida. If the accounts are true, the ghost of Fukumoto still haunts the Manoa tennis courts today. Many people have claimed to have seen him—lawyers, doctors, city and county workers— State park employees, they say Fukumoto still
0: filters around the clay courts. Uh, you know, I know that place is busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure uh, uh, those tennis enthusiasts are, are not thrilled about hearing this one, but is, is it, how is that all related to, to this story? And do, do they still experience this uh, spirit there? Do they see see it? A lot of people who live on the Lowry Street
1: side of the tennis court um, have called, have emailed, and at different times have said the prevalent apparition they see is the one that's walking uh, through the field toward the tennis court. And it always seems like that person has come from their house, so the people get the impression, "Oh, this this guy probably just came to my house, or you know, trying to steal something." And so they've all said, uh, and then these are different people. They chase after the guy, and the second he gets closer to the tennis court, he just peels out, just vanishes. They think it's Fukumura. They say it's a it's a a Japanese man. You know, looks like uh, he. How did that one lady describe it? He said uh, he looked like one of those porters from back in the, the 80s and the 90s, uh, Halekulani. Uh-huh. You know that that white uh, mm-hmm. barong-looking thing.
0: Yes, you I know. wore it. I wore it proudly, by the way, brother. In the 80s, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to park cars in that, but at yeah, the Halekulani. But yeah. I, I, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I'm sorry, but I, I really don't know the history of this one. I, and I, but I do believe um, yeah. the Baldwins was was that a, a very uh, affluent family? The, is it the Baldwins, like Alexander and Baldwin? Yep, yeah, it's okay. that
1: family. And apparently, this uh, Fukumoto gentleman. Um, became obsessively infatuated with this girl, and she wouldn't return his affections. And when he finally told her, you know, here's the reason why I'm infatuated with you, why I want to be with you, she told him that she (laughs) could not even consider the idea because Fukumoto was a lower class of Japanese, Mm. and Yoshida was a a lot more, uh, like we just said, affluent. Mm-hmm. And supposedly her reason was, you know, it it could not ever be known, or we could never be seen, you know, in the same capacity, because, you know, my lineage is here, and you probably came from the rural parts of Japan.
0: That's very real. I yeah. Mean, to, even today, I know some some families who feel still feel that way. Yeah. Uh, but with the Japanese and, and the Okinawans, and, and it was a very strong feelings mm-hmm. uh, of status and and such.
1: And specifically because it was a suicide and the physical note was left there, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of people believe that that part of Fukumoro is what is attached to that place. And so it turns out over the years, it's not so much the place where the note is left, but just that entire Manoa tennis court. Mm -hmm. And there's um, hala and hala. Uh, near and around the tennis courts, uh, where even on the night we went to go film this for our Hawaii's Most Haunted, um, some people just happened to be there, sitting in a car. Saw me, came running over to me, and and very scared. They said, "So, I don't know if you know this," and he and this guy said, "I, I don't believe it myself, but my wife just heard it, and the wife is all shook up." And you know, there's growling over there, growling. I said, well, "It was probably a couple of dogs," and they said, "No, no," you know. Uh, they don't let dogs go over there. And so from where we stood, when the traffic died down, the wind died down, you could hear deep, guttural growling uh, coming from the hala. And so as far as I know, uh, one of the things that are associated with hala are mo'o, mo'o beings. And so I found it funny that we're talking about the one thing and that there's this other thing over here. And so apparently there's more than one thing that that lurks around the Manoa tennis courts aside from uh, Fukumoto's specter. The mo'o,
0: the mo'o, which comes with a whole different story. Yeah, with, uh, and so I believe yeah. that's probably another
1: story we're gonna have to cover after we go research this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, don't don't mess with the mo'o. Yeah. It's it's a strong amakua. Uh, so I, I do I dare say this was a murder suicide. Probably. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you have two spirits there that were uh, one obviously murdered, the other felt shame and. Obviously, shame to kill, but ended up taking his own life. Mm-hmm. I can understand why that place would, would have its, you know, a history there. Uh, Manoa, though, in general, is is extremely, extremely, extremely sacred,
1: and extremely spiritually active. So, if you're going into Manoa and you live on the left side of Manoa, this is going in. To, going in, okay. Uh, according to what my kumu told me, is the left side of Manoa was all for the ali'i. And <laughs> he said, today, the right side is, you know, for whoever. He said, but, you know, if you're in tune, you'll feel it on the left side of Manoa. You know, that's where all the kapu happened, that's where all the menehune were, you know, kahumanu." manu. Uh, he said, the funny thing is, even though the left side is sacred, uh, the night marchers come down the right side to the cemetery and go over Wa'ahila. So, he said, if you wanted proof of uh, the goddess of Manoa, Kahalo Opuna, he said, sometimes when you're going past the uh, Punahou off ramp, mm-hmm. he said, when there's no cloud, no rain, and if you see a rainbow arching out of Manoa, he said, that's proof of uh, the goddess of Manoa, Kahalo Opuna, and just the fact that Manoa is just spiritually potent. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've seen that uh, effect on several occasions. It's
0: okay. I'm going, <clears throat> I'm going to be skeptic, uh, even though I'm not, yeah. okay? Because people may out there listening right now or even on your tour who mm-hmm. will say, ah, come on, Lopaka. It always has a rainbow over Mano. It's the rain. Yeah. Um, what, what's, what's your That's answer right? to something like that?
1: That's a good question, Ryan. Yeah. Um, and people have asked that question. And I agree with them. I said, you know, it could absolutely be you know, the effect of the sun and the rain and the clouds and all that. I said, but this has happened with no clouds, no Uh rain. And you bring this up, and I I have to uh, be good on my word now. Next time I see it happen, I'll be armed with a camera. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we'll take picture. Without rain. Without rain. Yeah. Um, And proof of this is uh, we're doing something uh, a couple of years ago up at um, Nudridge Estate, and we stepped out of this, this tent, and it's like, Pelting drops of rain, except when you look up, no clouds. (laughs) Night sky is dark, so what is that?
0: Liquid sunshine. We'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) But the the Manoa mist uh, definitely uh, brings in the beautiful rainbows, uh, thus the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is how they got their name, because of the Manoa mist. The Uh, only
1: time I felt that kind of mana, other than Manoa, is in um, Puipu. Really? Poipu Koloao.
0: Very yeah. different geographic uh, locations. Poipu being the like ocean side. Yeah. And this is uh, very much mocha.
1: Yeah. But it's very similar kind of feeling of kapu. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. In that area. All right. Tennis, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Four? No, that's golf. <laughs> <laughs> hey, believe it or not, I used to be a sportscaster. Oh my gosh, how, how embarrassing! I, I want, I want to talk Menuhoni Fish Pond the next time we come back, Ooh, because yeah. that's that's uh, you know where I grew up, mm-hmm. right there at that old New mallow Bridge, and I got some stories to tell you about the Menuhoni Fish Pond. But uh, that's the next time. Please join us next week. Another episode of What School You Went? Until next time, hoi Ho school you Wet is a PBS Hawaii production, music by Taimonic Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.